0: Action Radio, we're here at the intersection of art activism and social change, right at WCPT 820 AM, that was the sounds of DJ Lady D, the queen of house music in Chicago, who is Chicago's board president, so we got that going for us, we're here on Chicago's Progressive Talk Radio. Every Saturday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're also streaming live on Facebook and WCPT.com. I forgot to put a dot in there. WCPT.com. <laughs> That's and. Funny. And it's kind of like putting the WWW before stuff. People stop doing that a while, but sometimes I I like to put that there. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and YouTube and everywhere else you get your digital stuff. We got our first Spotify wrapped uh, uh, report back for the show. And we learned some interesting things. And we're going to be learning more interesting things today. I am Anthony Mosley. I am Clever Action's Artistic Director. My co-host, Carlos Stilwell, will not be here today, but my fabulous guest, Kenya Seymour, is here. Hello. And so now you're just co-hosting with me now. See, that? that's how it worked.
1: Okay, cool. I'm down. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, got a lot going on, but very happy to be here.
0: Thanks for making time.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Saturday at 4. Kenya's going to be, what, you're the music director of the live band at the Pleasure Palace? Yes. <laughs> I want to go to the Pleasure Palace.
1: Slow mos Pleasure Palace at the uh, the reopening of the Remova in Bridgeport. It was built in 1929. I think it's been closed for a couple decades, and they've been spending like... The past five years or so rebuilding remodeling um, got to take a walk through yesterday it looks incredible in there so it will be fun and we'll be there New Year's Eve
0: is it the is that their first event
1: yeah we're the inaugural big big event <laughs> so um, yeah the the first show they're having there
0: Wow exciting um, and you have a new single I do. Hades Moon.
1: Hades Moon. It's been out for a little under a month, so yeah, it's good. Good to be here, continuing to promote
0: it. And we're gonna, it's we're gonna premiere it here, the first time being aired on WCPT. That's right. It's a it's a WCPT premiere. <laughs> we're gonna hear that in a little bit, and we're gonna talk. And a Kenyan I just met, so. You know, we'll be able to look back in twenty years and be like, "We have our first conversation yeah. recorded, digitized, yeah, with Henry. Yeah. Henry has a pink hoodie on. Everybody, oh yeah, in case you didn't know, <laughs> he's having a bad hair day, so he just went with the pink. <laughs> Absolutely, no, Henry never has I'm a like, bad hair, hair day good to me. Uh, no, exactly, all, but I appreciate it. Um, Clarity Action Radio. We are sponsored by the Joseph and Bessie Feinberg Foundation. And donors like you. Yes, you. You can email radio at collaboration.org if you'd like to get an ad or sponsor the show. Or just go to www.collaboraction.org to learn more. What would I do without you? I don't know. Today's episode of Collaboration Radio is also sponsored by AV Chicago. Chicago's leading provider of AV production and event management services. They have the gear and the nerds to make it all happen. Clever Action is a 27-year-old nonprofit. Our mission is to build knowledge, empathy, dialogue, and action. Or as I call KEDA. Mm. I don't call it KEDA, but I want I just every now and then I write it down. KIDA. You liked it? KEDA. Keda.
1: It sounds like somebody's little cousin.
0: Hey, where's Kita? <laughs> it also sounds like a martial art. So I do say that, like, like, <laughs> right? Because okay, Taichi, Kung, Kita, Kita, Akita. Is it Akita? Is that a
1: f- Akita? That's my doppelganger.
0: <laughs> Akita, uh-huh. you are the girl that I never had. Ooh. Um. When's your album coming out? <laughs> It, this is actually, this is it right here. <laughs> this, is it. <laughs> this is track number 9,470. You know, I mean, it's true, though. Uh, you know, I heard this thing that when you die, you realize, you, like, go off stage, and you realize, like, this is all play. And you yes. can see the people in the wings waiting to come on, and you can see the people who just finished, and you go, ah, oh, wait. I was the actor and the writer the whole time. Oh,
1: Producer so,
0: too, yeah. Producer, composer, oh. puppeteer.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, life is a is a. I heard another thing. This is why you should get TikTok if you're, you know, fifty plus. I just turned fifty. Um, thank you. Six hundred months. Um, you
1: just turned. When's your August third. Kristen called that you were a Leo.
0: Yeah, of course. She called it. I'm like the Leo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and TikTok. I saw this TikTok that said God is a thing that we put a blanket on so we can recognize the shape, but we don't know what's under a blanket hmm. because do we you know we don't I mean we have that's where, that's where faith comes in but anyways we're we're we that's we, gotta be a hell of a blanket yeah right it's a quilt maybe that's good um, but yeah so we we you know we believe in the power of, of communal art and stories to inspire new Kita knowledge, empathy, dialogue, and action, and we do that through live theater and film. We have a great web series pilot that you have to watch. I'll send you the link. It's called "Oh Colonizers." Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. but it's like this. It's like this. Oh Colonizers, written by Carla Stillwell. Oh, it's a black colonizers exactly, exactly. It's a black masterpiece theater piece, oh, awesome. and the pilot connects. Um, the civil uh, the insurrection to the civil war. Okay, cool. And after the civil war, America had a choice, and we chose capitalism, and um, it's it's really great. Um, but that's uh, some of the film we do, and uh, and of course we have trial in the delta. We've run a, a couple Emmy awards, and now we're doing radio too, to leverage the power of of storytelling and community to cultivate positive social change, and. Um, we're in a we're in a you know we're in a slow season at clever action we're getting ready to push out our annual appeal we have a big announcement we hope we can make next year early in the year we're just coming off of the amazing um we throw parties called the house of belonging mm. darling shear performed at our at one with us and um darling is is one of my favorites love love uh royal darling shear
1: empress. Empress,
0: darling said, "Any royalty pronouns <laughs> are, are okay." Um, tracks. um and um, I'm going to be with my my family visiting my brother and my mother in Florida for New Year's Eve. Otherwise, Godspeed. I would be with yes, um, but um, but we had our, our our house of our most recent house of belonging event at Epiphany Center for the Arts. Have, oh. You been there? The church? No, it's on Ashland. Yeah,
1: I, that's on my list. Oof. I want to go.
0: It's it's. I want to
1: perform there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, my wife is a is a multi hyphenate, and she has a, a a band she fronts called the Sandra Dougato Experience. Okay, It's kind of like a Jimi Hendrix kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can see you having the a Kenya a Seymour Kenya, ex- the a Ken- experience. The a
1: Kenya experience.
0: Uh A S E Ashe.
1: Ashe. That's what it could be called. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna get it. Did anybody ever up. come up
0: with that one before?
2: No. Just you. <laughs> yes.
0: Only you. All right. The show's over.
2: <laughs> I've over-performed. Go put that We're you know,
0: we're in the we're in the, now we're in the we're in the free zone now. Um so yeah, Epiphany Center for the Arts, beautiful venue, two hundred year church that got fully renovated into a a, a music um, cathedral, and that main room is is amazing. It's beautiful, and we had a great event there. So we're, we might do more, and maybe we'll be able to get Ache to perform. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's funny. That's good. Uh, don't encourage me, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, and then we have big plans for next year, and uh, uh, we're not going to talk about them right now. But go to org or our YouTube and subscribe. We did just release a nice trailer um, for our youth program, The Light. We train young people between the ages of 13 and 20 to um, create work that inspires KIDA. And um, they each have their own platform that they work on. Okay. Um I mean, they have their own medium and then they choose a, a platform that they feel very connected to, and passionate about uh, mental health awareness, Black Lives Matter, homeless or housing insecurity. And then they make work to, you know, do that thing around them that and we'll be having new auditions for next year's light group, probably in February. And they get paid $18 an hour. To come to rehearsals, to write work on their own, to perform, and um, they're amazing. And they've performed at um, um, Kids of Palooza every year. Oh, fun! And at the Fresh Fest at Navy Pier, and then we tour the parks with Nights Out in the Park. I am the MC of Kids of Palooza and Austin Kitty Limits. And as I was researching you, I saw some backstage Coachella footage, Mm. and I was like, oh, yeah, she knows that festival life. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. Have you ever been to Coachella? No. That's uh, an experience. (laughs) It's so enormous. It's like, um, I'll tell you, after one of the sets— um, it was the end of the night and it was the second weekend because, you know, they do this two weekends. It's like some weird, cruel torture to like <laughs> put you through the ringer, and then say, OK, now go away for a week and come back and do it like in seven days. Like what? Um, so it was the second weekend. you know, everyone's already tired and at their wits end. It was like 115 degrees. I don't even know. And um one of the sets ended and usually they have the little carts to yeah. take you back to the little trailer the but, golf carts but they didn't have any more and i was just like as out there sol and so i had to walk from like one stage all the way back to like where the other stage near the um li- near the little trailers were and that took i don't even know i, I think i left my body that was like a 40 minute walk like this thing is so massive this is absolutely insane so
0: so austin kitty limits is a part of austin city limits and that's a two-week festival yeah and this year i haven't been to that fest yet so this is the fourth time i've emceed the kids stage but it was the first time i stayed in the week in between how was that it was great. Yeah. It was good. It's what I needed. Except I got an ear infection <gasps> swimming in the Barton Springs, which are these beautiful natural springs that are Ooh. right behind the festival. And that threw me for a curveball. But um, have you ever performed at Lollapalooza?
1: I have. Um,. <laughs> this is it's so funny it's kind of random um because i don't do this sort of thing anymore um but i was just doing background singing for Dino you know smino yeah um loves me and yeah it was his debut performance at lala like he had he had never done Lollapalooza. and um what year was that 2015 2016 something like that yeah and it was cool and and yeah I don't do like typically I either am doing my own thing or I'm musically directing or like playing piano and singing but I was like just a background singer for that gig and um it was fun and it was I feel like it was the way to do it like To go to Lollapalooza and have, you know, the artist past and access to the different tents and the great, like, food stations they had and getting to mix and mingle with different people. Like, it was the way to do Lollapalooza. The only way. Otherwise, you're literally, you know, you're just in the mud. And, like, I'm going to have to deal with any of that. It was, like, a really great experience.
0: They had golf carts for you.
1: And they did not run out of golf carts. Take that, Coachella.
0: You know, um, (laughs) um... well I'm here with the Kenya Seymour as I've mentioned and I'm going to read some of her bio for y'all. She's a multi-genre vocalist, pianist, composer, arranger, music director. Her music is an eclectic synthesis of jazz, hip hop, soul, pop, classical and world music. She's a proud Chicago native. Kenya has performed and recorded with some of the city's leading artists, such as Smino, Saba, and Chance the Rapper. And in 2016, she joined forces with rapper No Name, appearing on her critically acclaimed debut, Telephone, and touring as her musical director. And that's where she played at Coachella, right? Is that-
1: yes, actually, yeah. We got back together for that.
0: You opened for Hannibal Burris and Miss Lauren Hill. With no name. And in the jazz world, you've worked with a variety of stars and legends. You're a graduate of the New England Conservatory of Music's renowned jazz studies program. And you've collaborated with Esperanza Spaulding, Dave Holland, Fred Hirsch. In 2018, she joined experimental jazz supergroup Reservoir, led by Will Miller of the indie band Whitney. She's the group's only vocalist, as well as its primary keyboardist. The band's self-titled debut project garnered much praise, receiving an 8.2 from Pitchboard, leading to a Kenya being heralded as a multifaceted genius. The band, the band was dubbed 2019's Best Jazz Band by the Chicago Reader. As a composer, you made your chamber orchestral debut in 2019 when Portland-based group Palaver Strings commissioned a 13-string ensemble life songs concert in Boston. And your three-movement piece entitled Fear the Lamb is a tribute to the life of Emmett Till.
2: Yes, that's right.
0: So, so we both have a little bit of Mamie Till's legacy in our sales. We all do, whether you know it or not.
2: Uh,
0: uh Uh, Because we would be living in a different multiverse. And as a solo artist, Akenya's unique sound and versatile musicianship has garnered the attention of all the top-tier publications, and she has her new single, Hades Moon, which has just been... Released, and we're going to play that in its entirety right now.
2: This one's for my Hades babies. This is for my Hades babies. Shadows got me again, got me creeping again, overthinking again. I am just sleeping again. I'm addicted to sin, I'm addicted to pain. Every loss is a winner. When I'm fully insane, cause if it's bad, then I want it. If it's good, then I don't. I don't know if I'm haunted. Said I changed, but I won't. This old blues is historic, and its trauma consumes. If I may wax metaphoric, I blame my Hades. She can go freely free Create individually oh, transform, I transcend, I just let this sh- ride out, oh, let this sh- ride out, oh, let this sh- ride out, let this sh- ride out, oh, let this ride out, ride out, let ride ride let let
0: Right, oh, let us right.
2: Mhm, 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 that mhm, mhm,
0: mhm, Wow. <laughs> that's your Great song, thank you. The the layers in the headphones, man. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Took a long
1: time to make it.
0: Well, you know, the good thing you got that orchestral background. Do all them layers.
2: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Beautiful,
0: I love it. That's that's Hades Moon. You could catch it on the Spotify and the title and all those places. That's right. And um, you know, and then you know, follow Kenya. Uh, so you can stay close to the fire as, uh, some new hot plates are coming out of the kitchen and then head on over to slow-mo's pleasure palace at the new Ramova theater at the corner of 35th and Halstead in Bridgeport, a new, um, a new musical Mecca on the South side. Bridgeport is in the South side, folks. If you didn't know that, It it is. And, uh, it's pretty cool that, um, a new multicultural destination will be coming to Bridgeport. Needed. Once a um, the most exclusive neighborhood in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, That's
1: one way of saying it.
0: Slowly getting more <laughs> less exclusive. Yeah, if you don't know about the history of Bridgeport, um, go learn about it because we're here to talk about a Kenya.
1: Hey. Oh. And thanks for that extensive... Lovely intro. You're almost like my whole bio.
0: Thank you Well, there's pieces of it. You know, sometimes it's nice to have someone kind of read your bio for you because you don't read it after a certain point. You only, you only update it. <laughs> right. And like I said, you know, it's like, okay, first of all, if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? Yes. Right. Henry? I'm inclined to believe it does. Yes. Do you know why it makes a sound? Why is that? Because if there's a forest, there has to be insects.
1: And birds and squirrels and and other trees and all kinds of observers to hear the sound it makes.
0: Exactly. We ain't the only ones that hear shh. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: It's not just our shh.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of shh that we just We're not the only ones here in this shh. Not even
1: the first ones. We're not even close.
0: No. And the pyramids are older than we think. Okay. But <laughs> but um, if you'd like to call in and uh, chat with Kenya and I, Hi. give us a call. We're here at 773-763-WCPT. That's 773-763-9278. That's a lot of sevens. The phone lines are open. And um, so tell us about about like this, this new song mm-hmm. and uh, where it came from. And then what's next for you and your music?
1: Where it came from, like kind of the inspiration or story behind it type thing.
0: And or like in your personal journey, Mm, whatever you, whatever, either, and, 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 (laughs) and,
1: and, and, well, um, Hey, I'm sure people hear the title Hades moon and they're like, Oh, what is that? (laughs) Like, what does that mean? Um, just an aside, I'm also a professional astrologer. Um, I grew up around astrology. I've literally known that language my whole life and, um, launched my own business, um, almost four years ago now called double venus astrology so i actually do various types of readings the real stuff guys not the like pop mean astrology which you know it's fun but it's not accurate um, so um so hades moon is actually deals with that i, I wanted to I, i've been trying to figure out how to blend like my own knowledge about not just astrology but other various esoteric things mythology psychology Um, spirituality, and how to infuse that in my music. And I wanted to specifically like find a musical way to talk about things in my own birth chart. So um, Hades Moon, in short, it's a very layered and a very complex thing to break down. But just in short, it has to do with people who either have Moon in Scorpio, Moon in the eighth house, if we're thinking about the different houses in a chart, or Moon-Pluto Aspects. So the moon and Pluto in your chart interacting with each other. And it can create a very intense mo- emotional nature, a deep psyche. Um, really, what the person who has this is being called to do is like learn how to go through difficulty, trauma, pain, and learn how to transform that into empowerment. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what the song is about. And then, obviously, it's hard to talk about Hades without evoking Persephone. So there's a little of, like, the Hades-Persephone mythology in the song. Um, yeah, just dealing with those those different archetypes that are found through um, things like astrology and mythology. And, um, yeah, I wrote it while I was going through kind of a a, a difficult moment (laughs) emotionally and um, really writing, um, you know, personal introspective music is I think what helps me transmute like difficult feelings or painful experiences into something healing. And that can be transformative, not just for me, but then shared with other people. So it's almost like an offering for others who might go through similar things or um, who may be looking for some form of sonic healing. Um And, you know, I feel like I grew up listening to a lot of different kinds of music, but I definitely grew up listening to hip hop and pop and R&B. And my music has a lot of that in it. And I feel like you can have music that comes through a pop lens or a pop context or has a good beat makes you want to groove but still has very deep meaningful lyrics and can offer like something real emotionally so i feel like that's something i'm always trying to achieve in my music so yeah i hope that answered your question
0: yeah and and so where where do you want to take your career in the next 10 years
1: 10 years wow well i will definitely i think by that time have put out several albums i'm working on releasing my debut album in the next year um and this song you just heard is the lead single from that um that'll be called moon in the fourth more astrological references there um Yeah, but I don't think it'll stop there. I I would love to make more music. I'm already, even as I'm wrapping up this album, already thinking about the next one. Um, I would love to have toured uh, my own tours, seen the world, connected with different people all over the world, perform for different people. Um, I would like to. I would like to have a family at some point, you know, Um, that'd be great and yeah i mean i obviously i have this other career too this astrology career i've honestly deeply considered um i probably will whenever i have the time and stability um going actually getting like my masters in psychology um to support a lot of the work that i'm already doing with astrology which is very much rooted in counseling when you're doing that kind of work with people um and maybe write some books, too, and give some talks. I mean, I, I really—I've always wanted to be a renaissance person, but not in a way that's just kind of like, you know, slapping my name or my brand on various different, you know, projects and, and for the sake of expansion or capitalistic growth or whatever. But, like, r- really a renaissance person in the sense of, like, I have— um, deep interests and things and i would like to find a way to make them cohesive and as an offering like for the world i really it sounds cheesy but i want to contribute something that helps make the world a better place that helps bring something like meaningful and uplifting and i think there's various ways to do that so those are some of the things on my roster but yeah i would i would really in less than 10 years, in the next few years, I would like to be a, definitely a fully established solo artist with bodies of work who's able to perform for people um, and do great interviews like this and talk about the deeper meaning behind the work.
0: Put it into the universe. Mm-hmm. I say, and when you are at Austin city limits, I will be there waiting for you when you get off stage yeah. and we will golf cart our way back to artist village and have a libation and, and, and say, we, remember we talked about that we back on it. December, uh, what it. is today? Uh, the, the 16th. 16th. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and you, have it recorded. you know, What's that? And it's recorded. That's it's right. It's all recorded. Hey, um, uh, Anthony and Kenya in the future. Good work. Look at us. Look at you. <laughs> um, so we during the pandemic, um, I was doing a body of work with collaboration and my amazing collaborators around truth and reconciliation in Chicago. Ooh. You know? And we have this thing. We had a, a show called Blue Island and the Red Sea and it was meant about about chicago truth and reconciliation and, and and the title is kind of like the first trick on the audience you know cuz most people think oh Republic, democratic chicago in the red sea you right. know but actually for us the blue island was the place where the median income is over $100,000 and they have all the Grocery stores and restaurants and theaters and trees and pharmacies and the Red Island was everywhere else. Mm. You know, this 400 year genocide that's been happening in our city. And, you know, just because you're Democrat doesn't mean you get a pass on actually having to show up and put blood, sweat and tears into the work it'll take to unwind the white supremacy, classism, and colonization of our country, of our continent. And then, and I'm not going to tell you about that show. It was really cool, though. And then I started working on a new show with Carla called Red Island, and that was about colonialization of America.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And then, and in our Play with music that we were writing it was actually about a young singer songwriter named Future, and Future goes to her uncle's house after about school. Future. <laughs> future Future goes to her uncle. Her, her uncle's name is cousin brother. Okay. So she would go to uncle cousin brother's house, and he would teach her music. Well, she's listening to all this pop stuff, and he gets a little upset. He's like, "No, put the guitar down. Today we're going to talk about the history of this country, so you understand that you have a platform." And you need to use it. And we've done you a disservice and haven't taught you enough about all this stuff. And then it goes, starts as a musical and it goes back to Spain, to the um, doctrine of discovery in the late 15th century. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this thing?
1: Yeah, oh, of course.
0: Which was, you know, used in a, in a federal court like in the early aughts. So that's Red Island. And then uh, basically it predicted a civil war. Mm -hmm. much like the insurrection. And so when that all happened in front of our eyes, we were like, oh, the project's over. Like we were way ahead of everybody and then reality passed us by. And now we're, Like, it's too late. So we did turn that into a play. Carla uh, wrote it into a play called Orange Rope, or A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Capitol. And you can find that on Clever Action's YouTube. Oh, colonizers came out of that project. And then we're in the pandemic. And we kind of said, okay, what does truth and reconciliation look like now in the middle of the pandemic? And the only first step towards any kind of racial healing was self-care. And it's still self care. And so me and 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 my collaborators, Carlos Stilwell, Pilar O'Dane, and Marcus Robinson co created a show called Moonset Sunrise. Hmm. And did you know you probably know this. When a full moon sets, the sun rises at the same time. And depending on where you are in your time zone, there actually could be a few minutes between, you know, the setting moon and the rising sun. And so act one was a healing moon ritual to release all that does not serve you. Forgive yourself, your parents, your ancestors, and your.
1: And that's what full moons in particular are good for.
0: And so we and and then and then the second act, this was with a seven piece band. Oh, wow. Do you know Coco Elise?s Yeah, Coco was in the show, playing the conga. Cool and the uh, diddly bow. Oh, awesome! Coco played the diddly bow in our live music for Trial in the Delta. So get some of that Mississippi <laughs> you, Do you know Sean Wallace? Sean Wallace is a super talented uh, piano player, composer. Anyways, yeah, him and Coco yes. used to be married, actually. Yes,
1: yes. Somebody just told me about him. I, I, I just got connected yeah. with
0: him. Yeah, yeah he yeah, is yeah. amazing. Like, Why does that name? See? Well, there's. Yeah. so I believe in something called Synchro Destiny, which is there are no co- coincidences. Yeah. And it's up to us to really f- pay attention and, and then do the— Listen to the signs, totally. So tell, tell Sean Wallace I said hello. Okay. Him and Carl are very close, so that's how Coco got in. But Coco was part of Moonset Sunrise. Dr. Marcus Robinson was the music director. He's a a dear friend. And Act One was the release. And people had a a notebook where they could write down the things they wanted to release. And then Act Two was a sunrise celebration. Um, And, you know, if you're alive, and if you're listening right now, I got news for you. We're alive. <laughs> you're still is it, alive.
1: Isn't that amazing?
0: <sighs> it it's is. A, it's a. It's a miracle. It's many miracles. So I mean, many
1: the, circumstances needed, to, like infinite variables needed to align for us.
0: to Just be to be born, it's, it's incredible. incredible. So we each have forty thousand ancestors. To be alive today, you have forty thousand ancestors, and you're one in a trillion that the sperm and the egg are going to even do it and you're going to be born and you're going to be healthy enough to live. So two people meeting is one in the trillion to the second power or times itself. So you and I and all of our ancestors, the 80,000 of them, for all of that to happen to put us a foot away from each other talking into these mics at the same time with Henry. Henry. It's a miracle. So, moon, so that, that's Moonset Sunrise. We hope to bring it back. We we, we, we might be um, doing it in uh, North Lawndale next year, but we'd like to do it on full moons. And I'm going to personally make sure you oh, know nice. about it yes. to come out. Do, you don't know Pilar Audain, do you? No. P, Pilar is a Yoruba a high priestess, and she leads the show. And uh, it, it was really special. And there's some, there's some videos on collaboration if you want to learn more about that. So if you are a... Superhero who uses her past experiences, good or bad, to write and shape and share sonic experiences to transform, heal, inspire yourself and others. What is your superhero origin story? My life. Well, well, let's hear your. Let's hear your. Well, tell us the story of your life. Um, how long is this show? (laughs) We have twelve minutes left, so you you can do the you can do the five minute version for your grandkids to listen to. Oh my! Last week we had really gotta
1: save this episode. Last week,
0: last week we had Loretta Firekeeper Hawkins on, and. Uh, she's a collaboration company member. Her husband was a pallbearer at Emma Till's funeral.
1: Oh my god!
2: Wow.
0: You know, and uh, and and she's got kids and grandkids. You know, and and she, and um, so yeah. What's your story?
1: Um, I I had an interesting upbringing. So I was an only child. Um, to a single mother, um, mom who, you know, worked and continues to work very hard to um, support me in my dreams. I um, had a lot of health problems growing up. I um, had seizures um, quite frequently, quite severely throughout my um, adolescence. And um among other things, asthma—you know, really bad ear infections. Actually, um, a, just a whole lot of things, um, and um, and so because of that, and because of also being a pretty, I'd say, unusual child, um, I, I was categorized as gifted. You know, the the get the gifted uh, uh, label. Um, I really think that gifted kids, obviously they have gifts, but I think they're actually special needs kids. And, um, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I struggle with in terms of like socializing and just being kind of precocious and, and, um, I, I didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't have a lot of peers and I also had these health issues and I, you know, was a single... A single child to a single mother. So I spent a lot of time alone, right? Like I spent a lot of time um, connecting with myself. And I think, so I think, you know, the root of what it means to reflect and introspect, you know, that has really early origins for me. Um, I actually, one of the things I did or excelled at very early in my life was language. So I started reading very, very early. I don't know what it is. My mom would have to call in and say what it is. Something like 18 months. I don't know. Very young. <laughs> and, um, excelled with language. And, um, so I started writing at like five. And I've been keeping a journal since I was like five, six years old. Wrote poetry, you know, journal reflections, and then, I always sang, Uh, apparently I sang myself to sleep as a baby, so I always sang, I remember always loving music, Um, but when I was around eight, I think I got like a little toy keyboard for Christmas and started playing things by ear, and it was very easy, and so something kind of happened where like all of the right pieces came together to form the alchemy that would become like, realizing like, oh, I can be a singer songwriter. Like, I already write. I write, you know, prose and poetry. I like to sing. And then I started taking piano lessons. And then I had that and it was like, oh, it all goes together. Like, I think I realized this probably around like 10, 11. And honestly, I've been pursuing that pretty fervently. like, sense. So, um, yeah, that's like 20 years of my life really focused on the same goal and those things in my past. I mean, you could say that some of those things are sad. Like, obviously, it's difficult to grow up with health problems and it's difficult not being able to necessarily relate to your peers and so on and so forth. But I also feel like, Those circumstances forced me to have to create my own um, world of imagination and creativity and escape, and um, really set the grounds for the kind of creativity and, once again, you know, introspection necessary to, I think, do what what it is I do. Um, And it's, I think, those things were innate anyway. Like I had those innate abilities, but definitely having a mom who paid attention and was like, okay, I'm going to put you in the things you need to be in, the programs, the schools you need to be in, and then having like incredible um, educators and mentors along the way really helped me refine this into something that, you know, has reached the level of what it is today.
0: Ashe. Ashe. Do you know about Saturn Returns?
1: I'm a professional
0: astrologer. <laughs> yes. So did... did, did, did I'm do-
1: I finished mine in March. And? And it was a Saturn Return. Believe you me. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was, you know, and there were other things, other transits and things... Specific to my own chart that made it a very um, distinct
0: experience. And being that time doesn't move in a straight line Mm -mm. and doesn't really exist. What do you want to say to that um, nine-year-old version of yourself?
2: Oh,
1: you've got a real journey ahead of you um it's not going to be as seamless as your you know little mind thinks <laughs> you know cuz as a kid it's like i want to be f- famous at like 15 you know whatever I, you you don't you don't have a very good concept of time or like what goes into things i always worked hard that wasn't the issue but i just i don't know i guess i thought that things I thought my trajectory would be different and then you know life happens and I got other illnesses and other experiences and other setbacks and advantages and things that you know changed the the course of things but I guess what I want to say is like you have a real journey ahead of you Um, it's not always going to be sunshine and roses but you really are so strong you have incredible perseverance you will stay the path you will have success. Um, The best is definitely yet to come. Like, you won't even believe some of what you will accomplish. And I I don't even think I've scratched the surface yet in terms of what I will accomplish. But even, you know, having had the opportunity of performing on the stages I have and like being on a radio station, and people are listening to my song, you know, like, things that when you're when you're me now in this moment in the grind and, you know, okay, I gotta do this and gotta keep going, it can be hard to take those moments and appreciate what you've accomplished. And so I would wanna reflect that to my nine year old self. Like, you did it and you're doing it and you're gonna keep doing it and you're gonna persevere and you're gonna see like your hard work really pay off.
0: You know, it's good to kind of, you know, vision. Like these accomplishments and these things and when you get to this place in the future, which we know the future doesn't exist, you know, but but um it's almost always the doing of it, you know? And the and the
1: That's a big lifelong go I am actually a Capricorn rising, so the the, the learn the lesson of like it is actually the process, it's not the goal because you'll always have another goal. There's always There's always gonna be another mountain. <laughs> like, but like seriously
0: though, like yeah, beyond the mountain there are more mountains. And it's
1: so hard. It can be so easy to get lost in that and and to and to yeah. lose track of appreciating the journey
0: itself. And just that you have that we have a journey. Yeah. And you know what? If you're bored with your journey, take a turn. Yeah. Go a different way. That part. Listen to your heart and your stomach. Tell your brain to chill and listen to your heart and your stomach. They will never lead you astray. And if it's two in the morning and you're eating buffalo wings. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's okay. You know, (laughs) there'll never be a better you than you. It's okay. It's okay.
1: If you ordered that wing stop for the third time in a row this week, you
0: know, Uh, it's going to be okay. I have cut back on my buffalo wing intake and... um, I just want to. Um, but they got so expensive, you know, the pandemic. Next thing you know, everything's so expensive. Yeah. You know, you go to Man. it's like a $16 burrito without rice and beans. What is going on here? Man, Man I mean, the jewel is expensive now. Well, the I mean,
1: jewel, the Mariano's. Oh.
0: But, but, yeah,
1: no, it's crazy. So it's insane. Um, it's, it's actually insane. Um, it's actually insane. I bought like a pack of chicken and I was like, is this chicken or fish? Because what is this price? Like, is this king salmon or is this some freaking chicken wings? Like, huh? <laughs> what's going on?
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's going on. It's We're coming to the end. We have two weeks left in 2023. And uh, you can ring in the new year. With a Kenya,
1: you better promote me
0: at the Pleasure Palace. You better do it. She is the. Does that make you the Pleasure Principal? And cue that song.
2: You yeah, know I it. Think you... I'm crazy, but I'm serious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I <didn't> <laughs> um, am I the pleasure? <laughs>
0: The the principal of the Pleasure College. That's a
1: good little pun. That's a good little pun. I've had
0: two today. (laughs) It's been a very great day for Anthony Mosley. And I'm glad we got this on tape. Um, Akenya, it was so great to meet you and talk with you. You're clearly a super awesome person. And you know, she got called a genius. But don't forget, most people don't know what genius is. Hmm. Genius is somebody who sees the world differently and does things to change the way other people see the world. It doesn't just mean you're, like, really smart. There's a lot of really smart people who are not geniuses. Geniuses change the way we see the world. So... It's great to be hanging out with a uh, with a musical genius who also no, is more than that. And um, you've got two fans here, I think. Now, thank you. And, um, I wish I could be there uh, on New Year's Eve, so I'm going to have to. I'm a, I can't wait till you roll out this new album. I feel like I'm part of it now. You are, and um, you know, maybe collaboration can can in slow mo can tag along and 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 support. We got a big community of wonderful weirdos, and uh, we'd all love to be there dancing at your. At At your at your Chicago show, yeah, and um, have a great uh, holiday and and New Year's Eve. I'm sure you're just going to rock.
1: Thank you so much,
0: and uh, thank you all for joining us here at Collaboration Radio. What a show! Next week we got Sammy Wrangle, who is one of the most amazing people in the world. Google Sammy Wrangle TED Talk Budapest Mm. and learn about Sammy's story. And, um, so, you know, we could sing over this too if you want. That's what we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Collaboration. Radio. A Kenya. Seymour. Yeah. Yeah, give me that bass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. If you're driving. Keep your eye on the road. Because it's raining, y'all.